You're listening to Two Guys Talking Wine with Michael Pincus and Andre Pru. Welcome to Two Guys Talking Wine. We are uh, doing another very special episode. Uh, we are on the road. We are. We're at our very first time that we have been at a, on location yes. doing, a, doing a podcast. And as always, I'm Michael Pincus, the grape guy from michaelpincuswinereview.com. And with me... Andre Pru from andrewinereview.ca. And uh, we are in a very special Canadian location. We iconic. Are, iconic, even, yes. I would say. We are the most southern people in this country right now. That is correct. So we are from, sorry, we are on Pelee Island, if people don't know where the most south place in Canada is. Yeah, we are on Pelee Island, and actually, I think, uh, oh, and we have it with us a very special guest, uh, Daryl McMillan. Good afternoon, guys. And your job here on, uh, on not on Pelee Island, but with Pelee Island I do, Winery. Uh, I do sales and marketing with Pelee Island Winery, so and, uh, a little bit of everything. And you told us something interesting this morning, that when we were at the actual tip, of the southernmost tip of yeah, Pelion. Yeah, we were at 41 and a half degrees latitude, which is uh, just slightly further south than, uh, than uh, Mendocino County in California. So that's pretty interesting to think it about is. that. That's it where is. we were. And it's, yeah. and it's brutally hot here today. Uh, it's uh, 31 degrees in the shade. All right, you say brutally hot, I say bring it on. Well, you're from this summer is awesome. So. So 31 degrees. Comfortably sticky today. Yes. Uh, So 31 degrees, and we are uh, awaiting a ferry that is uh, two hours late for some reason. It happens. But uh, but we've got lots of good wine, and we got uh, Daryl as the guest, so uh, we're going to go. There's nothing right wrong with the wait. I mean, to be more specific, we're in the Pelee Island Winery Pavilion. Yep. We're up upstairs, and we're overlooking some very healthy-looking vines. It's um, May 29th today. You're going to be listening to this a couple weeks after we've recorded it, um, but. I mean, if things hold up and keep going, it does look like it's going to be uh, some very good vines this year. There's a lot of fruit buds on them, and it's 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 very lush out there. I have to say, coming from Niagara, where we have you know maybe a leaf or two poking out at this time, you have lots of greenery. If everything breaks right, it looks as though we're going to be loaded this year. We have uh, been uh, challenged with a couple of cooler winters that uh, have, have uh, created some uh, uh, supply concerns in this market, but uh, we're excited for this year. We, we think we're going to get corrected and uh, be back on track. It looks it looks really good out there. Uh, Andre, you, uh, you want to paint us a picture of what you see? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, we're, we're going to paint a picture in your mind here, just overlooking. We've got the Lake Erie with beautiful blue water and blue skies today and it's just honestly everything on this island is is green and beautiful um i mean i'm guessing by the time people are listening to this if you're in niagara that's where the vines will be where they are here in, yeah on, i would on say the that, island sure. uh, we got a lot of green leaves actually it was really interesting uh we were driving through some of the many vineyards today and it's even interesting to see how far along the uh, hybrid grapes are going. Are, are going like those things are massive already. Yeah, they're they're considerably easy to work with uh, in uh, in the, in the tougher years and uh, varieties like Bacon Noir, which we don't grow a lot of on Pelee Island, but uh, we we do rely upon and uh, Vidal, Geisenheim, some of the others are uh, are, are real stalwarts. They uh, they do leaf early and they look great. They uh, they, they do look terrific. So let's start with what uh, obviously we're going to be drinking some wine while we're talking here. Absolutely. It behooves us to do that at least. So, what do we have in our glass here right now? So, in your glass right now, we have a, a the perfect party starter. We have a Pili Seco, a nice fresh style uh, Charmat method sparkling wine. 
Uh, we acquired a sparkling tank and uh, have been doing uh, this for about third vintage, I believe. Uh, comprised of Pinot Blanc and Auxerrois. We make it in a really nice, clean, fresh style. It's got a little bit of residual there, but you know, generally I would say finishes up pretty dry. Completely finishes dry. Like The, yeah. the acidity on this is, is it's just great. I, yeah, I find it, I find it just a just a, a little bit on the sweet, especially on the entry. The, right. the finish is a uh, you know drier than the entry is, but I right. still find this very almost quaffable as far as uh, sparkling on a hot day like yeah. that. See that that's the thing. I'm, 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 I'm not gonna lie. The, the heat is definitely a factor in how great this this wine tastes. Yeah. 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 But yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, there's so many things that can affect how a wine feels to you and how a wine tastes and. Temperature and humidity are definitely two things that maybe people don't think about. On a hot day like this, I'm definitely going to be in the mood for this. Yeah, and in my opinion, it helps that the alcohol is a little bit more mitigated at 12%. It makes it pretty manageable that, uh, as oh, you said... Oh, this 12% uh, alcohol. Yeah. yeah. Oh, great. So he's on his third bottle. Sweet. Um, <laughs> so, since we have you, Daryl, I'd like you to tell us a little bit about... Sure, Peely yeah, Island no, itself. thank you for the opportunity. So, uh, Peely Island and the winemaking history on, on Peely Island... Uh, uh, we often refer to it as the cradle of winemaking in Canada. dates back to the mid-1860s, uh, so we're going back quite some time. Uh, we had uh, an enterprising group of uh, gentlemen from Ohio and Kentucky, from what I understand, that had planted some vines in the northwest corner of Peely Island, and the old Vin Villa building that they had constructed is still standing today. Uh, that part of the island is no longer used for viticulture. Uh, it's privately owned, but uh, we, we didn't have an opportunity to get there, incidentally, on this visit, but uh, maybe that's a reason to come back. But uh, nonetheless, uh, th that winery stayed in existence, supplying Upper Canada and a little bit through the U.S. markets of Ohio and Michigan for, uh, for about 50 years. Uh, some socioeconomic concerns and other uh, uh, agricultural reasons, uh, the winery struggled through the 1920s and went by the wayside but uh, uh, was resurrected in the late 1970s when an enterprising group of shareholders decided they'd uh, gamble and plant some vinifera on Peely Island back in the late uh, 70s, around 1979. So right among the first tier of uh, wineries starting up at that time. And you said how much? How many acres did they have at the time they planted? So they, I think they started with around five to seven acres at that time. A few years later, the retail license and the store opened up in Kingsville. And uh, shortly after that, we were supplying the, uh, the LCBO. And uh, from then, we grew as the business grew in Ontario. And uh, today, we are just shy of... Uh, 600 acres of planted uh, 600, 600 acres just yeah. a little amount just a little yeah just a bit yeah. And, and how big is the island in total? if you guys want to come back in October you can help us hand pick it that's not going to happen no I think we're good it, 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 the sound, it looks like you do have quite a bit of help that comes out to work for you guys to we do, we do, it doesn't uh, I don't do it all myself <laughs> but how, how big was the island? Or yeah. is the so, island? so in total we believe the island is about 10,000 acres and from perspective you saw most of it today we had uh, we, we operate about 1,000 of it for farming and uh, from that about 600 of it is devoted to viticulture oh, so 10% of the island is uh, under the supervision and uh, Agricultural expertise, the people at Peely Island Winery. And that's right. That's Five percent right. of the total island is covered in grapes. And that's about right. That's yeah. a, that's that is interesting. So speaking of, I'm, I I've got a. Uh, I, hey, I know this for you. I know you have uh, a limited time. There, I have a prior Darryl. commitment, Michael. I have a bocce title at stake. That's what I understand. So uh, we're not going to keep you long. But a few uh, things fall between me and bocce. Um, but sadly, I. Um, ah, we're gonna we're drinking through some things that we. Really, really like. enjoy it on the island, and um, 
And this is mine Michael, that I really uh, liked. Yeah, let's... Uh, there's something about this alphabet ABC you Oh, it's, it's Chardonnay. I really, I don't know why I really mm. like this one. It's a 2012. It's starting to warm up. Vine so Dreschers, nice. and it is, uh, I, I don't know, I, I really like this wine. I just really, I'm not a Chardonnay fan, as Thank Andre you. likes to, you know, point out. We're going to rip up your membership card on this happen. podcast at some point. It ain't going to happen today, but this is just, this is lovely, and... Yeah, thank you. No, we, we, we have, uh, as you know, we have old world winemakers, uh, Walter Schmorenz and Martin Jans and now Tim Charisse, uh, uh you've met. And uh, we have a, uh, a pretty astute group that make wine from fruit and not from wood. But uh, we do do a little bit of uh, uh, barrique with this. Uh, you tried yesterday, I believe, our 2005 Chardonnay barrique. So it's a bit of a vision uh, in uh, in history going back, but uh, this is a 2012 long hot summer, uh, very ripe style shard, uh, quite creamy. But uh, I think the oak it's very well integrated and turns out to be a pretty good wine. As you, can, as you can hear, we have a party going on downstairs yeah, because this is the place to be when you're when you're waiting for the ferry. This is the only place to go. Um, I, I guess suppose you could go for an ice cream, but I'd prefer to be here, frankly. I guess so. Ice cream would be good too, though. A little bit more about about the wine. It's just like it's you can really taste the hot summer for uh, twenty twelve. Oh yeah, there's definitely that pineapple. Yeah. I get some melon rind in here. Uh, there's a creaminess. Uh, the fruit is you know big fruit. And, and when it warms up a bit, it's just sort of like vanilla starts to unravel on the on the mid palate. I I love that about when my Chardonnay tastes like vanilla. I'm a happy camper. Yeah, there's, there's, yeah, really there's nice. a lot happening in it. And, uh, and thank you for noting. Yeah, there's a little bit of tropical. Sixteen ninety five. Sixteen ninety five. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, good value. So we started out the Pili Secco, our our play on Prosecco, I guess. Uh, uh, starts out at. Uh, Thirteen ninety five at the LCBO and sixteen ninety five for the Chardonnay. And that's winery only. That's not available in the LCBO. And that's part of the Vine Dressers series. That's our top tier of wines. We we nicknamed Vine Dresser, playing back to the uh, the old uh, uh, Vin Villa era of uh, Pele Island winemaking. And honestly, even at winery only, it's worth the trip down to the winery to pick up a couple bottles of this, or even just come down and taste it. Uh, the Vine Dresser stuff. I mean, the for a lot of people, they'll know Pele Island for the general list wines that they find at the LCBO, and I'm always happy to talk about them, but to make the trip down here to taste the vine dressers' wines, you'll be hard-pressed to find better value in uh, top-tier wines in the province. And I think that's what it is. Keeley Island is known for, you know, their value wines, and and look, at $16.95, that's not a that's not a bank, bank breaker in any no. way, shape, or form. And that's like a top tier, is it not, uh, what you guys do? That's our top tier for Chardonnay. Uh, it's funny what you, what you mentioned there. We were using the analogy earlier today and being tasked with being, as you use the word, I think, entry-level producer, yeah. which you know I don't altogether argue with. I think we're very competitive with, with sort of those entry-level price points in VQA wines. We call them, we call them value. Value. Okay, yeah. thank you. Thank you. Uh, I think it's interesting because you're also tasked with bringing people to the category, yep. And, yep. and that's a big that's a big cross to bear. And uh, I, I hope that we do a good job with that. I mean, we generally uh, we're a bit of a house of brands with our packaging, with all the birds and flowers that are kind of native yep. to the but, area. But things we, are starting to fall in. Uh, I mean, the the peely pink that I picked up uh, as I do every spring, and this year the new packaging is just so clean, crisp modern and, and timeless at the same time. I remember picking up this bottle, looking at it, and just thinking, they've, they've figured it out. Yeah, well, hopefully, most importantly, the package speaks to the wine, right? I mean, it's got to tell the you wine's great. It. I mean, I, I told you this story, and I'll, I'll tell everyone listening now. Uh, my dad in Saskatchewan called me when we were talking about rosé, 
my dad was crazy excited about this great new rosé from Ontario he tried and it was the Peely Pink uh, out in Saskatchewan I've never met your dad but I like the I like, <laughs> that, like that man right away I don't even think my look dad look at you throwing your chest podcast. out for yeah. God's sake I like I the cut of his jib <laughs> but I mean that, that, that's it like the the, the packaging, the wine, the value—it's like ten bucks a bottle well, it, for a, 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 a rosé that has good balance, a nice texture. Well, we're not trying that right now, and yeah. we're about to get into a red. But before we do that, I, I believe that there's a new ABA that we should just tell people That's about. Right, yeah, there's going to be there's yeah. going to be something on these bottles that is going to say different. Yeah. So in 2015, uh, VQA approved the designation of the South Islands sub-appellation within the uh, Lake Erie North Shore appellation. So uh, what was once known as uh, Pelee Island appellation, uh, the, the 13 islands comprised of the, the lower Erie archipelago are now uh, part of South Island. So, Easy uh, for him to say after a few bottles yeah, of wine. That's right. That's right. So in 2016, uh, following this vintage, I think you may see the first South Island's Appalachian, sub-Appalachian, excuse me, wines rolling off the press. So that should be very interesting. Yeah, so, well, and it'll be great for people like when you're looking for, like, just to know where your wine's coming from, we'll, just to see that Appalachian on the bottle is something that's going to be It will exciting. help uh, navigation purposes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And now, since we uh, since we went to one of my uh, banes of my existence, it's, it's only fair that another one of these fabulous vine dresser wines that we are going to be tasting today uh, and we've, I have to be honest, we've tasted it before. We, we pre-tasted all of this so that we knew that we liked them. <laughs> um, but what is this uh, wine that we're, uh, we've just poured into your glass, Andre? You want to tell us what's it called? Oh, it's, uh, it's a wonderful Bordeaux blend. Oh, uh, yeah. It's called uh, it Dara? It with Heritage, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's so. a 2012 Meritage. Oh, my God. Did that hurt coming out? Did it choke that out? Look, I'm not going to discriminate on a wine because it's using a word that I don't like. But this is... Uh, it's from that really hot 2012 vintage, and if you really want to taste what the wines from the Lake Erie North Shore and the island taste like, this is a great wine to pick up to do it. You get that really warm, ripe fruit without being overcooked, over-extracted, and it holds on to this distinctly Canadian cool climate acidity on the finish. Like, it's, it, it, it's like... It starts out California and finishes French and, and I, I don't think Ontario. It's, and I don't think it's over-oaked. Uh, no. The Chardonnay, you said, I think it was eight or nine months in oak. Yeah, this and is a, about the same treatment. Yeah. And uh, we use Hungarian oak. And uh, I, I think the results speak for themselves. I think this is a dynamite wine for the price. $24.95, I'm correct. Yeah, we're actually launching this in, uh, I, 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 and forgive me because I don't have all of the details, but in the Quaff uh, online program this summer, and it'll be on an LTO for around $19.95 is my steal. Absolute steal. Well, honestly, keep yeah. an eye on my Twitter account because I want people to taste this wine, and I will let people know when this is going to be available through Quaff, how to get a hold of it, uh, and that's at Andre Wine Review. Trust me, you need to taste this wine. I, I, I loved it. It's my, one of my two favorite wines as it was here. And, I'm even, looking at it, and I'm even looking at it like just with the color on it. It's just like it's all this this flavor, really concentrated flavor. But the wine isn't. Like heavy inky black, like I've been sitting in an oak barrel for eighteen months. It's just it's well put together. There's a little bit of vanilla. There's a lot of black cherry. Uh, Great deal of length there. No, thank you guys. That's it's like chocolate. Nice. It's like yeah, chocolate it raspberry. Well, that would be good too. Mm, chocolate yeah. raspberry cake. Guys, I've got a bocce title to defend. Yeah, go Am for I it. Free to, uh... You can. Yeah, you're, now. You're, we'll, yeah, we'll talk this out now amongst ourselves. We'll yell at each other All right, about guys, it's great to see you. Thank, thank you, you very so much. much for coming. Thank Thanks, you. Sarah. Thanks, Dale. I appreciate seeing you. And on a, on a serious note, uh, you have no idea. There's nowhere like this anywhere in the country. And even if you just like to check places out, 
uh, add this to the list. Um, the island is beautiful, and there's a lot to be said for... Uh, the, the island's big to explore. Get in a car and drive around, and you'll literally just see this island is scattered with vineyards. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's gorgeous. It's vineyard, it's green, you like to bird watch. That's obviously what, what it's really known there's for. There's so many birds on this island. They're just weird birds. Yeah. Uh, and nests. We found nests in the middle of lavender fields, and they're growing sea buckthorn, which should make uh, chefs happy. It's just, it's just a... A little oasis in Canada that you wouldn't expect to be here. Yep, and we're, we're saying, this, saying this of our own accord. Uh, full disclosure, we were invited to come down here, but uh, I'm, we're definitely going to be coming back at some point. There's, I've always there's been a fan, here. a fan of the Lake Erie North Shore. I thought it was a great little place to come visit. They've had uh, they've had two really tough vintages, let's be honest. Uh, the really Ever, Everyone down here, it's almost like they're walking around with a sigh of relief. Yeah, to see the vineyards where they are, but at the same time, I don't think anyone wants to get ahead of themselves because there's so many things that can happen between now and harvest. But for now, the vines are looking good. The two two previous winters actually decimated them, so it's really nice to see all of this greenery and and, and there's a, a sense of, as you said, optimism. Yes, that the grapes are coming and they'll they'll get back to making wine. Well, and you know what, I, I think. Uh, I guess sort of to segue a little bit, we can talk a little bit about some of the other stuff that we've tasted. We were fortunate enough to visit uh, Colio Estates and Cooper's Hawk yesterday. Which is amazing. In September, they opened up a restaurant. Uh, and the, the They're killing it. The, the restaurant, like, uh, honestly, when you drive up, like, you're surrounded by sort of fields, some grain fields, and just, like, other things down here. And when you... You, you kind of come up this road and you just have this gorgeous building on the right-hand side with your... I guess if you're heading from that direction, but it's yeah, just like yeah. you have this this gorgeous building that's popped up, and you can tell right away that there's something different. And it's that that the Cooper's Hawk building is, and they they have room for weddings. It's this it's what this this area really needed. They they have space for weddings and a huge area at the back, another 35 acres, I think he said that yeah. he has back there. Uh, and the reserve wines from 2013, he had a 2013 Merlot, he had a 2013 Cabernet Franc. 2010 Cabernet Franc that was still young. Still young, but, you know, sold out, but, you know, it just shows what can be done in this area. Well, and it, it is interesting um, because you can go down to Niagara, and depending on, on what sort of crowd you're bringing with you, it can be, you, you can find some very, uh, dare I say, snobby wineries to visit. I would agree um, that, that may not appeal to everyone with, uh, you know, sort of a more serious, small-focused portfolio. You come down to uh, any of the three wineries that we visited, yeah. Peely Island, Colio, and Cooperstock, there's definitely something for everyone to check out. You know, I hate to say this, but one of my favorite things that we tried at Colio was this sangria mix that they had for $8, and it just was such a patio wine. Well, it was fun tasting all of them. I mean, yeah. like, Colio has fallen victim of the uh, the short harvest over yeah. the past couple of years, and they don't have a lot of Correct. the Bricklayers wines that I have raved about on my on my website over the past couple vintages, and it is a little sad to see that, so it's just, what else are you supposed to do? We popped in, the Lily is still good, it's, it's an off-dry sparkling. They have a little bit of Bricklayer stuff left over that hopefully will keep, <coughs> will keep them through, and, um, but... But, I mean, there's other fun stuff to taste. Like, wine doesn't have to be all serious all the time. We taste it. They have Spumante. It's not Spumante Bambino. No. But it's, like, a lightly carbonated 7%. And 
I know there's a hipster bar in Toronto that's begging to get their hands on a bottle of this to make a cocktail with. And you know what? We can roll our eyes at it all we want, but we know someone is going to make it taste good. Now, I'm going to try and do some of these off the top of my head, because as, as we've mentioned in three places that we went, yeah. but I'm a, I'm a big fan of uh, Macedre. I think yes. their wines are fantastic. Uh, we talked about restaurants. Oxley yeah. is a place that has a restaurant, and they were one of the first. Uh, Viewpoint, uh, another place that... Uh, really good red wines there. Good red wines there. Um, I, I don't know why, it's just slipping my North mind. North 42. North 42. Uh, and Crew. Yeah, Colchester Ridge. Sprucewood Shores. Uh, all good wineries. Uh, they, let's be honest, they, they need your business. They need you to come down here. They need you to, well, to and, and see I mean, what else is being done. It's just, uh, Ontario is this just not Niagara uh, Prince Edward County. It is also the Lake Erie North Shore. But it's a thing, like, as you get more into Ontario wine, if you are someone who's fairly new to it or you drink a lot of Niagara, uh, there is something very distinct about the wines from the Lake Erie North Shore. Their uh, growing season is about two weeks longer than Niagara. On both ends. And you get, ends. you get this ripeness that comes through in the fruit that, you know, if you're a fan of California and maybe you've shied away from local wines, it's worth coming back. Because you can find that really ripe flavors, but still balanced with acidity. Yeah. When, you, when you've got two weeks on each end, beginning and end, of, yeah. a, vin- of a vintage... That's an extra, you know, let's do the math. It's four weeks that but that doesn't happen in Niagara and definitely not in, in Prince Edward County. All right, so we've yelled at each other about Chardonnay and Meritage. Is there anything else we want to cover before we wrap this up? I think I'm pretty good. I, I, I have to be honest that Chardonnay really is really is good. And you're uh, you're going to have, you, you've already admitted that Meritage is, is absolutely it's, it's the bomb. It's like it's got I a think, bad it's, it's got a bad name as far as Andre's concerned. No, but I but think I it's mean, like twenty. It's it's either nineteen or twenty four bucks. Either way, it's it's, it's, under, it's, it's be, under thirty bucks, and it's you know what you could sell this. You could age this. This will probably sit for a decade and evolve. Yeah. I mean, it'll it'll evolve quicker than a you know a very serious expensive Bordeaux. Correct. But if you want to find out what expensive Bordeaux tastes like, set this on its side for five years, yeah. and you don't need to wait ten yeah. years to crack it or, or twenty years or to longer. crack it. But that's not really true. I. It's Sunday. What do you think I do with my Sundays? Well, are you are you are you more sober than you were at that point? Man, we had a good time on the island, didn't we? <laughs> All right, so I'm going to leave a little bit of that preamble in, and uh, you're catching the very end of our podcast that uh, Michael Pincus and I recorded on Peely Island. And unfortunately, our tape got cut off. It was the first time we've recorded something on location. Which I, 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 you say the uh, the audio is great. And um, from my, what I hear, it, it does sound pretty good. We had some music in the background. Has everybody heard? Yeah, it was definitely a, a happening thing. And uh, I think we'll definitely be uh, looking to do some more on location stuff in the, in the future now that we know the technology works. Unfortunately, we're limited to 20 minutes. So we got a hard cutoff literally as we were wrapping up the podcast. So this is your more formal wrap up thank you for uh, listening to our podcast from the island i think people like that it's only 20 minutes sometimes so there so you go too. so they must like the hard cut off so yeah we had a great time on peely island uh andre had a andre's liver had a had a good time too you know what i i still think that uh peely island and lake erie north shore in general just don't don't get enough attention and i'm looking forward to especially now that we're deeper into summer i think it's safe to say if we get a late frost at this point we're in trouble for more than just the wine industry. Yeah, I don't think the frost is going to come, but I, yeah, the, the 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 Lake Erie North Shore is going to do well this year. They're going to have a crop this year, and Good. I think that's the saving grace for them. Um, you know, sadly with the last two winters, but I mean, uh, we're going to see a crop there 
You know, there's some great wines being made. There's some great winemakers there. So this will be a saving grace for uh, the Lake Erie North Shore. And once again, thanks for listening. We are two guys talking wine. I'm Andre Pru from AndreWineReview.ca and all over social media at Andre Wine Review. And I am Michael Pincus, the grape guy from MichaelPincusWineReview.com. Uh, you can find me on a variety of social media also as either Michael Pincus uh, or the grape guy. You got to find a way to simplify that. Yeah, maybe. All right. One day. Goodbye. Good night. Thank you for listening. You can subscribe at twoguystalkingwine.com.